0: Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Dion for another episode of Wusha Weekend. And tonight we're going to be talking about Enter the Dragon, which doesn't really need, I think, a big introduction from me. Uh, you know, it's a 1973 film starring Bruce Lee. It's incredibly famous. It's you know, it's it, 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 it's 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 fairly big budget too, wouldn't you say, Dion? For this kind of movie, like it's yeah, got, definitely. It's, um, and so for those who haven't seen it, it basically is about this tournament that takes place on an, on an Island with a guy who's basically a bond villain. And it's, it, it, to me, it always felt like a, a blend of, of like the spy bond genre with Kung Fu. Um, I was going to say that in my comments. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, how, how this movie always comes across to me. Um, so yeah, so the, the we're gonna keep this discussion really loose just because of the nature of the movie. Like I don't think like if people are coming here to talk to hear us talk about Enter the Dragon, I feel like they probably know maybe even more than we know about it, or at least they know all the basics, do you know what I mean? So we don't need mm-hmm. to give them the 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 simple, you know, elements of it. But what what interests me is Dion, you actually hadn't seen this the whole way through for like you saw it, what once before and you, and you weren't able to get through it. Right. And this was your first full viewing event. Of
1: yes. Bracket. I had started it years ago and never finished it. Um, and I'm thinking that maybe because it does, I'm not a James Bond fan mm. and you hit it right on the nose to me. This was James Bond with a Chinese lead with Kung Fu and there was none of the explosions or anything, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. It's just that I'm not like a John, a James Bond fan. So this was to me just a remake of a or a extension of a James Bond film. So when I watched it the first time, I never got to finish it because I had to do something else. And I just never went back to it. And this time I made it through, but it wasn't like I wanted to watch it again.
0: Okay. Now, so can we say that you didn't enjoy it or that it was at least not, it wasn't super exciting for you? Where, where would you place this movie?
1: It wasn't super exciting for me. Um, It was, it was a good movie with the action and the characters, but it just wasn't necessarily a movie that I need to watch over and over again.
0: Okay. Okay. And, and is it, it's because it doesn't have enough action in it, do you think, or just,
1: I don't No, I wouldn't say it doesn't have enough action in it. I also think that part of the weirdness was some people were speaking in English and some people are obviously to me were dubbed. Mm -hmm. So it, Kind of was it, it was really weird for me. I'd rather either it all be, which I hate dubbing, all be dubbed, um, or all be subtitled. But I could tell that certain characters did weren't English speakers, so it's not going to. They're not going to use English, but, but it was just really weird for me. It just gave it a weird vibe
0: that it wasn't just one thing. Like it wasn't just subbed or just dubbed, or everybody was all speaking the same language through the whole production. That there was there seemed right. to be some inconsistency there. Now, so so th- so correct me if I'm wrong. So then you're not you're not a huge Bruce Lee fan. I'm assuming if that's the case. Like
1: no, I wouldn't say I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan in the aspect of him being a movie star. Mm-hmm. I like the man and I like what he stood for. And I thought that he was really cool. I've watched several biopics on him
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, i really liked the person of Bruce Lee. It's just, I didn't like the movie as much as I liked the
0: person. Okay. i
1: think he was i think he's a good actor i just i don't know there's something weird weirded me out about the movie
0: No, i'm just curious because uh like you like cheng Che movies right so yes like, so before this ever came up i just assumed oh dion must love bruce lee movies too do you know what I mean like it i feel like there's like a there's an easy line to draw between like cheng Che and bruce lee movies right like you could you could almost like there's even kind of a similarity with like T Lung and Bruce Lee in some ways, just in the you know do you know what I mean? Just some of the uh the ways that he was uh used in those Chang Chai movies? And so uh-huh. I'm I, I'm curious, is it is there something about the way he performs martial arts on camera that doesn't work for you? Or is it something about the ki- or is it the kinds of movies he's in? Do you know what I mean? Like what's the what what part of him doesn't appeal to you as much as some because because you're like a real kung fu style fan. Too. I mean, you like you like a lot of these movies that have straight kung fu in them, or have you know like the Venom's and you know uh, the 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 Iron Triangle. And so, right.
1: I mean, it's definitely not a Peking Opera style kung fu movie, which the Venom's made. Okay. It's okay. More of a realistic. This is what you would see down and dirty. Okay. Kind of movie. And I like those. It's, I don't, I think it was just the fact that it was James Bondish that really okay. is not. It just, I don't know. That when I, was, I was halfway through and I was like, this is a James Bond movie without like explosions and everything. Because there was a, the love interest and. All that and I just
0: and everybody's suave, right? Everybody yeah, very suave, every,
1: very suave. Huh. And another thing for me too, personally, is I'm definitely not a contemporary, a fan of most oh. contemporary movies. Okay. Like The Man from Nowhere, I love that one, and I don't. I think it's because it hits me in the heart every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. That's very contemporary, but I prefer. Period pieces that have some kind of historical context to it. Okay. Or it's got to be um, real wusha with the the fantasy and mm. the. I like to really escape when I'm watching movies and not be entrenched in really what can go on right now.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, but so, so, yeah, no, I can see that. It's just I just because I I, I feel like you were very favorable to like Hopkito. And um, Duel of Fists and movies like that. So I'm just trying to figure out what it is about, th- like, because I know what you mean. There's a difference. There, there, there's a real difference between a Bruce Lee movie and like a, a Shaw Brothers movie, or even like a Golden Harvest movie uh, that's doing similar things. You know I mean, Bruce Lee movies do have a right. very specific feel to them because of Bruce Lee. Um, and I'm just, but I
1: think the movies that you mentioned also they're not as contemporary as enter the dragon enter okay. the dragon definitely is set in the 70s there's yeah. no other time period it could have been set yeah. in yeah. um uh hapkido and um doula fist and those type of movies were more i guess turn of the century and early it was way before you could tell it was before the 1970s um but yeah, Enter the Dragon was definitely set in the 70s.
0: Okay, okay. And so, so yeah, so I don't so does that mean do you think you would would you ever be up for watching another Bruce Lee movie or do you think you're good? Like you don't really need to to No, I
1: would I would like to give um him the benefit of the doubt and watch another Bruce Lee film. I've okay. watched bits and pieces of the one with him and Chuck Norris.
0: That's Return I mean, that of the fight, Dragon. I, That's Return yeah, of the Dragon, that one.
1: That one has... I've seen that fight like a billion times, and I think it's an awesome fight. I just have not seen the movie from beginning to end.
0: I I could definitely watch that one again. Um, I would say... Uh, oh, and I'm sorry. It's, not, it's Way of the Dragon, I think, um, is the official title. You get a lot... So there's a problem with a lot of these Bruce Lee movies, which is the titles tend to they often have more than one title and sometimes they get swapped even. So like when I saw the big boss, it was, I think it was labeled fist of fury. And when I saw fist of fury, it was labeled the Chinese connection. Do you know what I mean? So like Mm -hmm. there's all these issues, but I could see, I could see way of the dragon again. And, uh, I'd also be up for fist of fury. The, uh, you know, the, the Chinese connection, uh, you know, film. Um, but, uh, you know, we, and we can talk about that after the episode. But I, I thought it was interesting that you weren't you weren't as into this because I really I just assumed you'd be into it, and uh, and so it kind of intrigued me when you seemed to be having a more negative reaction to it than I thought you would. Um, now yeah,
1: the movies that I tend to like, even though they're period, seem to have like some kind of element of mystery to them. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know who the evil person is per se. Yeah. Like with the Venoms movies after like the first couple, you know Lu Fung is is it whenever yeah. he shows up on the screen. But um yeah, this one you kind of knew everything ahead of time. Like yeah. you knew who the um bad guy was. You know that some people weren't gonna get out alive. You just didn't know which one of the Americans wouldn't make it. Yep. Yeah. You know, it was just I don't know. I just, I guess I knew too much.
0: Okay. Going I mean, in. I mean, that's fair. What, what, uh, I'll give you my reaction in a moment, but before we get there, I did want to ask you, what do you think of Bruce Lee's physical performance in the movie? Like not just his performance, but the, because we did get into sort of the style of choreography being more gritty too. So how, how did that work for you in terms of just the action scenes, not all the other stuff?
1: The, I like the action scenes. I I love Bruce Lee as a martial artist and I like what he did on camera and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the fights. Those were the best parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was everything else I kind of could do without. Okay. Or changed. Yeah. Somehow or some way.
0: No, that's fair. And, and I, I, I mean, you know, we probably don't need to dwell on his, uh, on the fights too much because people, You know, people probably can guess our thoughts on them, but like I, I, I really like, you know, Bruce Lee across the board in his movies in terms of his physical performance, and I like how athletic he is. I mean, it's like you Mm -hmm. you know he can do these moves when he's doing them, you know, except for the ones where they have like a stunt double or something where he's doing like a backflip or whatever. But I mean, all the kicks and everything, he's you know he's able to do them and and he does them with this athletic speed and precision that really looks amazing. Um, And also the other thing about Bruce Lee I like is he's five, seven and I'm five, seven. So, uh, you know, I've always, you know, whenever I feel bad about my height, I just remind (laughs) myself that Bruce Lee was five foot seven. And so, uh, uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 I I really uh, enjoyed the, not just the, the physical performances in the movie, but the whole setup of the tournament. I like movies with tournaments and things like that in them. So, you know, and and i and i feel like that works well with a james bond type plot where you have intrigue going on in the background mm-hmm. um, i really like this movie you know this is definitely not the first time i've seen it i i've you know seen it a bunch of times but i hadn't seen it in a while because you know i think the last time i i put a bruce lee movie in the in the dvd player the blu-ray was probably about 7 years ago and it wasn't this one um so it had been long enough that i I didn't remember everything, so I kind of got to, you know, uh, experience with fresh eyes. And and one of the things that struck out at me when I did watch it was uh, parts of it were a little slower than I remembered them being. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, and again, that's probably due to the intrigue. But it's also, I think, due to the fact that this is a a, a joint production. And so it's not, it's not just done in, like, the Hong Kong style. It's kind of got these... I don't know what you would call them but like these more lingering shots of things that are just like here's a boat going across the ocean for a little bit longer than maybe it, I I would feel it would need to be if this was a Hong Kong movie do you know what I mean like right. there were there were like a lot of like sort of establishing shots that felt like they went on a little bit long and it's not really a complaint but it's just something I kind of noticed where I felt like there is like a sharp style difference in the between this movie and a lot of the other kinds of movies that we, we watch that tend to be, you know, not joint productions like this. Um, right. And so maybe, you know, I could sort of see where you were reacting to that. But I love the James Bond stuff. I uh, the, He kind of reminds me of Dr. No, the bad guy in this one. And I, mm-hmm. like, I like the setup of they have a legitimate reason for why there aren't guns on the island. And that's why Kung Fu, you know is what needs to be used in order to contend with it. Do you know what I mean? I I, I like that. that I like that they provide an explanation of why there aren't guns there. And how Bruce Lee has the remark of, well, why don't you just go there with a gun and shoot him? And, and he sort of explains the, you know, the problem. Um, And I also like the opening sequence where he's fighting with Samuel hung
1: and Mm. it almost
0: looks like MMA, the stuff he's doing and just how prescient. All that is, you know, there's, you know, those parts of the film's, film I like, uh, I I never quite took to the Roper character for some reason. I don't know why. The uh, the John Saxon character, mm-hmm. I, I never, I don't know why. And every time I watch the movie, I kind of feel the same. Something about that guy, he just, uh, I, I feel like you could have gotten by with just Jim Kelly and Bruce Lee in this movie. Do you know what I mean? With, maybe I'm wrong. I just...
1: No, I, I agree. There was some kind of sleaze factor with um, the Roper character, which I think you could have cut out and it might have been a better movie. But yeah. I did like the Jim Kelly character. Yeah. Um. And I, I think both of them probably could have carried the movie.
0: Yeah, I thought that I think with Roper, the way I feel about him is... I feel like the way they present him, they almost present him in a way like I'm supposed to already know who he is. Do you know what I mean? And I'm already supposed to like him. And, and so it just, he just, something about that guy, he just never really landed for me. And, uh, but what I wanted to ask you is how you felt about having, they, they have sort of a, a trio lead, right? They have like three main characters and you don't necessarily, I mean, obviously it's a classic movie. So people know how it, you know, they, they have a general idea of how it's going to end, but, you, you don't necessarily know the first time you watch it, who's going to make it to the end. Do you know what I mean? So that is one right. of the interesting elements that the movie adds. How, how did you feel about having three leads like that?
1: Well, I didn't even consider it to be three leads. Okay. Honestly, I saw Bruce Lee as like the lead, and then he had two buddies okay. with him, even though he wasn't, they weren't really buddies. Roper and uh, Jim Kelly's character knew each other, but it seemed like um, Bruce Lee didn't know the other two. Okay. So I didn't even see it as a three-person lead. I definitely saw Bruce Lee as the lead. Okay. And the other two as supporting. I
0: mean, I would definitely say Bruce is the... Is the main lead because he's in the start of the movie and do you know what I mean? Like he, mm-hmm. but it just it's different from like his other movies where he doesn't have that level of co-star going on. Do you know what I mean? Like right. Um. But yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. Uh. What What was your feeling about the the setting, like the the island palace with the tournament and the underground opium production facility and all that stuff
1: I like the whole island setting kind of deal um with the, but the underground opium and everything was just way too present day I guess for mm. me so that just contributed to the 1970s feel Mm-hmm. Um so
0: soundtrack I don't know. didn't help that either the soundtrack no, definitely gave it gave didn't. It 70s and not
1: it, and it's funny because there were some scenes where the James Bond music just popped up in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't well, in the movie but it just
0: I will say this I mean there there are 70s movies that have great music that still works today and there are 70s mo- movies that don't have great music mm-hmm. and I have to say I, I as well as this movie is produced, I've never been a huge fan of the enter the dragon music. I feel like it doesn't quite land as well as it could, especially for something striving for James Bond. But, um, actually I would say game of death, oddly enough, actually gets better sound than enter the dragon. And which is kind of a shame. Um, but, but yeah, so what did you think of the Angela Mao, uh, cameo i don't know if that's is that a cameo or is that i guess it's a small role really but i wish there'd been more of her um she was really yeah. good i i, I she for, was really I, yeah.
1: excellent um but i i wish there had been more of her i think they could have maybe done a little bit more on lee's background and not so much on the other two characters backgrounds.
0: The, um the other the other characters felt pretty thin on the background front, I think. Like the Jim Kelly character, his character just gets approached by cops randomly and it's like it all happens so quickly that right. it's like it's like it's like instant character development and the and the Roper character, the whole golf course setup just never that's probably why I never really liked the character. The whole golf course thing, I just didn't like that. Do you know what I mean? And then right. the guys, you know, in the woods wanting the money and all that stuff. Um but yeah, I'm sorry, go on, I interrupted you.
1: No, I just I, I I didn't like that scene either with the golf course. I think maybe he should have had a different backstory to make him more likable, because for some reason I preferred Jim Kelly's character over um John Saxon's character and maybe it's because I could relate being African American I could relate better to Jim Kelly's character because I've seen the randomness of police pulling over a black person mm-hmm. then I could relate to um John Saxon's character I just think that, I don't know he was just there was a sleazy element to him with the golf course and then going over there and all the women. And then he had the one particular woman. Oh,
0: Jim Kelly. Also Jim Kelly had like four women. So there's, well, yeah, yeah, (laughs) I
1: understand that, but I don't know his inner, his interaction was sleazy.
0: And I don't know if it was more of his look. I think it was his look. I, I don't know. I mean, I just, the character never really worked for me. I think the golf course is the thing that I think as soon as you see somebody on a golf course, it's hard to identify with that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you golf? No. I don't not. golf. I've never golfed a day in my life. Do you know what I mean? The only, you know, it, uh, it go, I, I feel like that maybe would be what would create, created the distance between me and that character. Um, but but also, his character, I don't know, like, him and both he, his character and Jim Kelly's character are kind of they kind of get the good joke lines. Do you know what I mean? Like, they both mm-hmm. get a lot of good jokes. But it's it works more with the Jim Kelly character. And I feel like with his character, it just doesn't really land as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Jim mm-hmm. Kelly has that great one where, like, man, you're right out of a comic book or something. right? Like yeah, whatever,
1: I love that one. Yeah. That was yeah. funny.
0: That was... I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was just going to say that Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly was smooth with his delivery yeah. of lines like that. He was just... And I guess I saw him more of a player, and then John Saxon. Yeah. Again, it's sleazy just keeps coming to mind with him, and I don't know why. But I don't know, Jim Kelly, I liked so much better.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. I thought, and I, and I think I think maybe it's the smoothness of the, of the way the lines were delivered. But but again, it wasn't like I mean John Saxon wasn't doing anything wrong in the performance. Do you know what I mean? It was all I didn't. It wasn't like the performance was bad. It just it, the characters never really worked for me. Um, what What did you think of the of the not Bruce Lee's specific performance, but the fight scenes in general in the movie and how they were handled?
1: I thought the f- fight scenes were excellent. They were handled very well. I like the crispness and I like the fact that it's more gritty and down to earth and not all this flighty stuff, because in a movie like this, that's what you need to have is the grittiness. When you're going into a tournament, you don't need all the high flying acrobatics and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to make it work. Um, I think it was really, really good. And um, I think that Bruce Lee's fighting style on camera really works
0: yeah, I agree. I mean I, I agree hundred percent with that. My favorite thing in the movie is when he kills the guy and there's that uh-huh. slow motion expression on his face. Like like that's just stunning. Do you know what I mean? The the, the 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 emotions that you see on his face as he's as he's doing this 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 lethal move is is that to me that's like the classic moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure everybody's seen, like, even if you haven't seen *Enter the Dragon*, you've probably seen that shot of Bruce Lee making that expression. Right. You know, and I don't, you don't even really know how he kills the guy, right? You know, he lands on him, but you don't really know where, right? Like, you don't see the what his feet are doing, but you hear the bones snap, and you, you know, you can tell that something very serious has occurred. Um, Now, which leads me to the villain. How, How did you feel about the villain? He was
1: creepy. Um, the hands, the hands. The last, man, I think that's where the I hands. got like the Doctor
0: No vibe. You know what I mean? Is the hands. Yes. But uh, and also the hairdo was a little similar. I think I can't quite remember, but I think Doctor No, there was something similar in the makeup or something between him and Doctor No. Um, but... Just
1: the exchanging of the hands. The when he took the when he hit. Was it Jim Kelly was the one he attacked first?
0: Um,
1: yeah, because I then can't... he lured John Saxon in. Okay, so when he hit Jim Kelly's character first, I was like, metal hands. I just mm-hmm. automatically went to metal hands. And then when he took the gloves off, and they were, I was like, okay, this. but they were kind of not the size that you would expect them to be. They were smaller than what I thought that they would be. And then when he's leading John Saxon through the, um, his little museum of artifacts of different things. And you see that skeletal hand Mm. in the case. And John says, um, what's that? And he says something like some kind of relic or artifact or something that made me wonder was that one of his original hands that was severed off?
0: Oh, oh yeah, because he said a souvenir, right? He said, yeah, "What is that souvenir. a souvenir?" Yeah. What did you think of that scene where he brought John Sachs into the guillotine and then it, and asked him to put his head on it, and then he put the cat on it? And
1: I was like, "Oh my gosh! If he kills the cat, I'm done because you know I have a cat." So it's just like, if he kills the cat, I'm done with this movie. It's going to be shut off, and I'm just. Going to tell Brendan, I couldn't watch after the cat, okay? <laughs> but then John Saxon kind of redeemed his sleaziness and took the cat off of the guillotine, which made me happy.
0: Yeah, no, and uh, I. Th- what about the snake? The yeah. Snake, remember the snake that Bruce Lee gets? And then he, uh-huh. And there's that scene where he whacks it in the back of the head, and it's – I don't know what you call those things on a cobra, but it's hood, like – Yes, opens yeah opens up
1: yeah i was like uh oh, i hate snakes too i was like why would there be a snake mm-hmm. in this movie mm-hmm. but yeah i thought that was a pretty cool move yeah i wouldn't get that close to a snake but i thought that was pretty awesome yeah, that was like, that was it and then
0: because because up That's until it. that point you're like it's a fake snake it's obviously a fake snake because they keep shooting they show it like hissing and then they just um. pan back and it looks like he's playing with a fake snake And maybe he was in that scene, but then when, I don't know, but then, but then he's clearly putting a real snake into the bag Uh and then, oh, go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying, because it was moving all around and Hmm. you couldn't get a fake snake to move like that. And then the glossiness of the skin too, as it was going into the
0: bag, you could tell it was real. And then he whacks it when he takes it out and it's like, that's definitely a real snake. Now, obviously they probably took out the poison sacks or something, but Hopefully, but it still makes you very nervous when you see something like that. Uh, Definitely. And so, so yeah, so, uh, so I don't know, were there any other parts of the movie that I, I, you wanted to talk about before we move on to sort of our rating and recommendation?
1: Well, I didn't like the fact that Jim Kelly was the one who died. I still think Roper should have died.
0: So, so here's the thing. I feel like it was more effective. If Roper had died, I might not have cared as much, but because it was the Jim Kelly character I cared more. Do you know what I mean? Like Right. So I feel like it it served a, a an emo- emotional purpose, but it's also sad that his character dies cuz he's like he's got it's like right after the comic book line. Do you know what I mean he's got that great line and you're uh-huh. like that's like when you're like I like this character and then he's just you know, then he's gone. Yeah. It's
1: like, yeah. And, and it's, then the way that they presented him hanging over the... i Was it a vat of acid or was it I a, don't know. a vat of opium? I don't know what was. I wasn't really was. sure.
0: I don't know what it was. I don't know if there were supposed to be animals in there or if it was acid or what. But but he died. And, and it was all kind of for a stupid reason because he just went out for a walk in the moonlight. And they thought he was the one who had hurt the guards when it was really the Bruce Lee character. Right. So it was, it was sort of like, you know, if he had just not gone out for a walk, you know, and the woman told him like, you're not allowed to do that. Right. and Right. You know, so, but, but yeah, so yeah, I, I, it's, it's weird. Cause that's actually, you kind of have to have that part of the movie kind of is what moves things into the end. Do you know what I mean? That his mm-hmm. character having that issue. Um, so yeah, so I don't know, the. what about, we talked about the fights, but just, you know, what about like the Bob Wall and the Bolo Young uh, performances? Were those, were those enjoyable for you?
1: I'm starting to like Bolo. I wasn't really a Bolo fan because I've only seen him in one other movie, but I've, now I've seen him in three. And I really like him, and he seems to be like a really nice guy. Have you have off you se- camera too. I've not met him or anything, but um a couple people that I'm friends with in groups online say that he's a really cool dude.
0: Have you seen Bloodsport before?
1: Yes. Okay. That so was the first that was movie the- that I've ever <laughs> seen of it. <laughs> Cuz I I was a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie freak at one time.
0: Oh, I think we're about the same age and you kind of had to be. I remember yeah. like watching that and Kickboxer or- and all these movies all when they the came out. cyborg yeah so yes um but definitely but blood sport is kind of like the classic um so uh so yeah so i don't know let's let's get on to the recommendations and ratings here um do you want me to go first or do you want to go first
1: and it's we're doing it out of how many stars four
0: okay we can't we, we keep forgetting right i I, yes. I think it's four stars we'll, we'll go with four this time and and we'll you know we'll ch- we'll just have to put an asterisk asterisk next to it that you know it might if actually we gotta yeah. write this down yeah
1: um since we're we're doing it out of four stars i'm gonna have to put it dead center as at a two
0: okay okay
1: um just because it I'm not a James Bond fan and it gives me that James Bond kind of feel and I have some weirdness about it. And I think that, um, it being a co-production and I'm not with the subbing and the dubbing and well, there's no subbing, but the dubbing and the two languages being mixed and I don't know, it's just a little weird to me, but, um, yeah, I'm gonna to have to give it a two.
0: Okay, and uh, and any thoughts for people that might see it, like, you know?
1: No, I think if you're a Bruce Lee fan, you definitely have to see it. If you like martial arts movies, you definitely have to see it at least once, because the action is awesome, and what Bruce Lee was doing on screen is really cool. But I just it's the atmosphere that it gives me that's the turn off for me. I have to be like completely immersed in all aspects of the movie mm-hmm. and for me the, the atmosphere was off. Okay. And it's definitely a 70s contemporary 70s movie. So for me I'm just really weird.
0: I would I would still probably give this movie a 4 um I think it's a well-made movie. It's a really digestible martial arts movie. It's good for people that maybe aren't martial arts fans. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a good mm-hmm. gateway film because it's got other stuff in it. And so I feel like, provided the person can tolerate a '70s intrigue movie, it would it, it'll, <laughs> it'll 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 probably work. Um, and it's got you know nice visuals and all that stuff. Uh, and I think the action's great and all that. I do think you know this was the first Bruce Lee movie I saw. And it, you know, I I've always liked it, and I and I and I still stand by giving it a four rating, but I think that once you get into martial arts movies, in and you you get you move beyond Enter the Dragon, you might find that you'll have a tendency to watch other Bruce Lee movies over this one. Do you know what I mean? Like I would probably watch Fist of Fury or Way of the Dragon more than I would watch this movie. Do you know what I mean? Just because. Mm-hmm. There's more. I think there's more to chew on in terms of fight scenes and stuff like that. Um, and you kind of got to wait a little bit in this one for for some of the fighting. And it's not all Bruce Lee all the time. Do you know what I mean you have to watch the other guys fight and there's other styles too. There's like you know there's there's a lot of karate in this movie. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not like in Fist of Fury where it's like Japanese versus Chinese. I mean there's just a lot of karate in this movie. Like I think both the the Roper and the Williams character, Jim Kelly and john saxon's characters are uh karate practitioners right so and even even the people on the island a lot of them weren't like they were in karate uniforms weren't they the guys in the island yes i'm mistaken yeah so um but but yeah but i do recommend it and it's was it on netflix that we we, we found it? yes was it, it was on netflix yeah. there's there's tons of special editions of this movie if you if you it's worth buying if you get one that has like the documentaries on it and the commentary tracks and all that, it can definitely be worth it. Um, and you know, and also if you're an MMA fan, it's cool to see because that opening scene is like, not only are they wearing gloves that look like MMA and are they, they're fighting in a style that's similar to MMA, but it ends with the, um, it, it ends with like a tap out basically, right? Like he, Mm -hmm. he gets them in a hold. And so it's, it, it, i don't know it really it really if you're an mma fan that opening scene seems really weird given that this was the 1973 film do you know what i mean it just is it's it seems way ahead of its time in a lot of ways so so yeah so we'll be back on i don't know what movie we're doing next but we'll we'll certainly have one uh either next week or the following week and hopefully we'll have uh the rest of the uh of the hosts on and and uh until then we will talk to you later